to another episode of the Lasso Podcast. I am your host, Mike. I am joined by my co-host, Maya. Hello! So, this episode we will be talking and going over the last uh, Justice League trailer uh, that came out uh, last weekend as of our time of recording and giving our sort of final thoughts and predictions coming up into the movie which is about a month away from now so we will go over that and also maya will be uh telling us about what she saw all at uh geek curl con in seattle yes i will maya actually just finished watching the trailer i'm so so behind uh, on everything (laughs) <laughs> yeah, there's just too much stuff out there to try to keep up with. And for us, this week was the uh, trailer for The Last Jedi. So, like, we were kind of preoccupied a little bit. Okay, but, <laughs> like, the trailer dropped at New York Comic Con, right? While the Star Wars Battlefront 2 beta was going on. And guess what I was doing instead mm-hmm. of, like, being online and <laughs> freaking out about, like, Justice League trailer. But I watched it now. and exactly. <laughs> So it's all fresh. <laughs> So, uh, what are your, uh, just, like, flash thoughts, uh, after finish watching it? Uh, my flash thoughts are Henry Cavill is a very handsome man, um, as is Jason (laughs) Momoa. Uh, Gal Gadot has the best smile. And, I don't know, what's the plot of this movie? Like, they're forming (laughs) the Justice League, right? (laughs) That's the whole point? Yeah, yeah, like... (laughs) Bruce and Diana are, like, trying to recruit everybody, which they have been over, like, the course of all the, like, DCEU films so far, and and then there's, like, an invasion from Steppenwolf, and they have to, like, fight him. Okay. And that's pretty much, uh, Because it was like, okay, on. here's a shot uh, of, we... um, Lois, uh, dreaming about Superman, and then, like, here's Ben Affleck doing some weird voiceover that makes no sense, and then there's the there's the badly designed cyborg although i do like the actor i think he'll be good i think he's gonna get some of that like um silliness of cyborg and but gosh his his design is so bad <laughs> yeah it's yeah i don't like the suit it's just it's it like he's so in weird like something like... made of blocks or something like some kid made it or... <laughs> yeah the thing with like his um suits in like any of the animation shows or the comics his suit is like way more uh sort of sleek and streamlined and this one seems a lot more sort of uh like rough and uh, yeah i was looking at it and i'm like it feels like a transformer and if he doesn't but he doesn't transform into anything so what is the point of that yeah like it's like his suit sort of has those segmentations where you could connect the pieces, but there's nothing that, that that's not needed for his suit. The way it actually actually performs with him, it's just one. It's like one whole thing, and there's no need for it to sort of look like it's you know yeah. put together in pieces. It's weird. Yeah, it's um, kind of weird. And then who's the other one? <laughs> oh, Flash. Um, duh. Yeah. <laughs> Flash. Right, that's the other. Um, yeah, yeah, he. I, think I mean, he's he seems. I liked the that bit at the end where he was like, "Oh, it's you! Oh, sh- it's you!" <laughs> like, 
I, I was kind of hesitant <laughs> about Ezra yeah. because I just, I love Grant Gustin a lot. And also I'm a Wally West fan anyway. So like, I was like, why, why are they giving us, why are they giving mm-hmm. us Barry when they, we could have Wally? But no, I, Ezra seems, he, he seems like he's going to do a good job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think uh, just the way we've seen him and acting in all the trailers so far is he's got that sort of comedic mm-hmm. timing down perfectly which is definitely needed in uh, films like this where even if everybody else is trying to be serious, he can still uh, give in those moments of levity and things like that. So I think uh, he's definitely going to be one of the highlights for uh, that sort of, uh, that's that role in the uh What did Aquaman do? Like he came out of the ocean and then, <laughs> I mean, yeah, like we definitely uh... got to see, yeah, we definitely got to see shirtless Jason Momoa, which is always a plus. But what did he do in the trailer? He he's just like flies to the air and throws his trident at people. <laughs> That's pretty much all we've seen of him in the trailer. Right, he's literally just like he's looking stylish and fly, and I'm like, okay, yes, but what you doing, my dude? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love his costume. So what do you think? Um, yeah, it's like you said, it's pretty boring. There's really like they I as I was saying, they could have not even done like put this trailer out and it wouldn't have made a difference between uh, the last one we saw and going into the film. I think they just threw this out there so it would get into people's heads. It would, you know, remind. Well, yeah, I mean, it's really soon. soon. Yeah, it's le- legit, like thirty, just over a month away. It's as of our recording this tonight. It's Friday the thirteenth. Yeah, it and is. The um, the movie comes out uh, the seventeenth of November, so it's literally like a month away. It's this this same week in November, so it's um, so you know they need to re really amp up the uh, marketing. Uh, because I really haven't seen anything else besides the trailers. I don't know if they've done, have they done commercials or anything yet? Uh, I don't know, because I don't really watch much TV. <laughs> I mean, I watch TV, but live. That's true. Yeah. So I only watch TV from like 10 p.m. to midnight, and it's all like Nickelodeon, so I haven't <laughs> seen. <laughs> or I guess like yeah. sports, but I'm normally in a bar, so I don't actually like pay attention during the commercials. Yeah. Pay attention to the commercials. Yeah. But yeah, so I don't. I don't really. Yeah, have I haven't really seen anything uh, yet. Let's see, Justice League marketing. <laughs> what? Where are the toys? Where are? Where is everything? Yeah, it's it's so weird how if you compare what they do, what DC does for the films compared to what uh, like Lucasfilm does for their films, it's completely different. So yeah, there's been like nothing for this movie, like. Um, even with its own movies, it's about the same as with Wonder Woman, where there was hardly anything, versus, like, you go back to Batman vs. Superman or Suicide Squad, and it was freaking everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I remember the marketing for Batman vs. Superman, and literally every everywhere had some sort of tie-in to it, uh, you know, the fast food restaurants and all that crap and you couldn't get away from it and then now with justice league it's so weird that there's nothing there for it even though it's got all the same characters it's just it's 
It's uh, it's just weird that <laughs> it seems like there's no marketing. I guess they just wanted to. Yeah, I like. I just looked it up, and they have they've teamed up with Gillette to sell razors, <laughs> and I'm like, of course, okay, <laughs> cool. But also, their like slogan is, um, what is it? Something about being a man, oh. and it's like. Um, you know that women use razors too, and mm -hmm. that Wonder Woman is probably the best well-received um, of the group at the moment. DC, yeah, 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 seriously. So yeah, it's so like weird. okay, I guess we're just throwing this movie out there and letting it happen. But yeah, um, what do you think is gonna um, happen in the uh, in the movie besides what we? don't even know given that the trailers actually don't give away the story which is interesting actually i kind of like that a bit because mm -hmm. like like watching especially like the age of ultron trailer and it gave away so much of what happened in the movie i was like you know this i mean it's not this is like a puzzle because i have no idea what's happening but yeah. at least you're not going into the movie like already sure of what the whole plot is mm -hmm. and yeah. what the what all the jokes are like uh, i'm like i'm assuming I that mean, superman's gonna come back because i was just gonna say that <laughs> yep he's gonna come back at some point uh, <laughs> i don't know if they're gonna i guess what we can do is try to guess uh how they're gonna do it and when they're gonna do it uh so i'm assuming or i'm guessing that he is going to come back during like the final boss fight and he's gonna you know come in and sort of just save their ass after they realize like the just the five of them can't do it on their own and he's just, he's just gonna like fly in and then uh, they'll do him and batman will team up to do some like combo move or whatever and kill the bad guy i mean i can see that happening it's a very superhero movie slash comic book ending Mm-hmm. It's not yeah. what I want to happen, but <laughs> I can see it yeah. happening. I'm kind of hoping that they manage to bring him back in the third act, but not like at the very end. And then mm -hmm. it's all six of them going together with the after the bad guy, uh, rather than him coming in and saving the day, because just kind of showing like the strength of the whole team. Versus, like, That's true. here's the team, and then here's Superman. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'd actually, yeah, I'd like that, too. I really hope that the movie actually spends time, like, you know, bringing them together, rather than it's like, oh, here's Batman, oh, here's Batman and Wonder Woman, oh, here's the whole team, you know? Yeah, I, I'm i not sure if they've released the uh, actual length of the, uh, the runtime of it yet, but I hope there's enough time to give them all all the characters the the time they need to sort of even if they don't aren't fully uh comfortable with each other but enough where that they're able to actually work together uh two hours and 50 minutes uh that is a lot of time jesus that's, right oh my god what are they doing that's they're like really trying to make people long. not want to go see this movie goodness Ay, ay, ay. It's, it's nearly yeah. three hours. Oh, my gosh. Lord. 
Okay, so yeah. I'm, I see, I'm, I'm reading this article from, or I'm seeing this headline from March. Justice League three hour runtime rumor is bunk. Like two hours and 50 minutes is pretty much three hours. Um, but yeah, all right. So I guess there will be plenty enough time for the, the team to come together and uh, oh my become gosh. friends I with hope, each other. I hope there's um, not. Geez, all right. Look, I really like Amy Adams and Lois Lane's one of my favorite characters. I do not want to see a lot of her just moping over his death. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. I put like, on the trailer. Um, as we were starting, as we connected, so Mike heard like all my reactions to it, and I like literally mm-hmm. where it's just that scene where she's in bed listening to the news, and I was like, oh my god, this is so boring. <laughs> like I don't want that in. The, I mean, I don't really want that in the movie. It's not interesting. That's like things that just take up unnecessary time. That obviously you can have a little, like a teeny bit of that to just sure. sort of get the point across, but you don't yeah. need to linger on it, you know. Like, that doesn't need to be uh, a focal right. point. Right, and considering how much trauma porn is such, like, Hollywood loves it, I, I can see them, like, like just mm-hmm. lasering in on that pain. And I'm like, I, I don't really need to see that. Yeah. What I want is Lois and mm-hmm. Diana to go, like, hang out <laughs> and be the ones to, like, come up with the solution to save yeah. the day. Not like uh, Superman is going to be, he... He's he's not gone forever. We know we already know he's coming back in the movie. Like there's no doubt about it. So it's like, why spend all this time with her just being like, all right, he's dead. Uh, well, the world sucks now. But like, even though we know he's coming back, it's like, I hope they just get their reunion like over with, so it they don't have to linger on her right. being alone for like ever. So yeah, there's really oy, oy, oy. Uh, there's a lot that's going to be going on in this film. It's so that's long. It's going to be weird. Why is it so um, long? Yeah, I'm just <laughs> I just want to like want like watch like a limited edition with uh, like, and parts. I mean, I could <laughs> I could watch Jason Momoa's parts too. Him and Aquaman. Yeah, true. Yeah, he's him and I'd want to see him and like Diana interact because we haven't besides any of the trailers we haven't seen them two interact when especially in the comics they're uh the two of them are like really good friends in the comics because he's they're sort of on a level playing field with him being the king of atlantis and her being from themyscira Hmm. so yeah yeah that would be an interesting dynamic so i'm not sure yeah, I'm not sure how the film will. Uh, Wait, Joss Whedon play did the screenplay for this? Because he he did after he did the like the final touches after um, Zack Snyder um, oh, took right. time off after his uh, family incident. Okay. So. Okay, that's all right then, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we'll. I don't know. Whedon. Uh, a lot of people uh, have opinions yes. on Whedon. So. It's fine as long as he doesn't touch one. Although he's uh, touching Batgirl, so I'm still not happy. Um. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't want like uh, that's. Yeah, that that's another that's, podcast. That's a whole thing. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so uh, I guess I'm, I mean obviously I'm still looking forward to seeing how the hell they actually pull this film off. So. We got yep, about a month we'll left to go. See, we'll see what they do. I I I want I want to love the DC universe, extended universe, whatever they call it. I want to love it so bad, mm-hmm. but they make it so hard. Exactly. Like that's the thing. <laughs> uh, like they make it so hard to try to 
enjoy these films. And then on the other hand, with Marvel, it seems like besides like the Avengers ones, but like all the other standalone ones for the regular Superman, the superhero, their own films, it seems like they don't try hard at all to get people really to enjoy them. And then they're just smash hits every single time because they're such, um, what's the word I'm trying to think of such, uh, accessible films to get into. Yeah, I mean, they're definitely lighter tone and it, that, that always helps. And I mean, I'm, I have, I can't remember the last, well, no, I liked guardians of the galaxy too. And I'm excited for Thor Ragnarok, but, um, I just, yeah, because the films seem to take themselves less seriously. So, that helps a lot. It's like they remember their comic mm-hmm. book roots. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it seems like they do a little bit better job than uh, DC has with them. Well, except for uh, Wonder Woman. But yeah. <sighs> All right. So that's uh, that is uh, our thoughts on uh, Justice League. Uh, we will reconvene when that comes out to see if our our uh impressions hold up hopefully they surprise us i i would love to be surprised yeah yeah i'm really not going in with many expectations besides just knowing of what we saw from wonder woman with um diana and we'll see more of that but i'm really besides that i'm not going in with much else to really be excited for so i'm just hoping the the film is actually does its job and makes me right you know, want just, to see I, it I, I again want, and again. i want to be engaged with the story i want to care about the characters like that was the biggest thing about um both batman versus suicide first batman versus superman and suicide squad is i just like didn't care what happened to any of them mm-hmm. yeah especially suicide squad it was like what you like what, yep. what are you doing like i mean how do you have <laughs> uh, i mean the only so. good part was amanda waller but yeah otherwise mm-hmm. oh yeah i just do better dc please we want to love you <laughs> exactly like that's the thing is like we there's so many people who want these movies to do good and be good and it's just so hard for them to actually do it (laughs) is uh justice league we will get back to that when the film actually comes out so maya you recently went over to seattle for geek girl con i did it was um that that was definitely an experience actually (laughs) Uh, you should. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. It was really good. It was. I it was. No, yeah. Like that's what I mean. Like I, I want to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was gonna say you should definitely come next year because uh, I think I'm gonna. I'm definitely. I really want to go next year. Um. So this was the first time I'd ever actually like gone to a con like on a media badge instead of just by myself, and it's. Mm-hmm. It was a little bit like a disaster because I'm a disaster human. But next time it's going to go yeah. better. <laughs> no, I was literally like, there's all these things that I was thinking of afterwards that I should have done. And like, like, and also mm-hmm. I forgot to bring our buttons. So I was like, people were oh, asking for yeah. our card or for my card or for uh, yeah. And I was like, I have, I have these, these really cute buttons that have all this stuff and they're not here. But no, so Geek Girl Con is, um, it's, I, I forget, what do they bill it as? It's like a feminist convention? No, not a feminist. It's a very inclusive one, though. Uh, convention held in Seattle every year. It's pretty small compared to, like, a lot of the other cons that 
we attend like you know mike and i go to celebration and i go to dragon con mm-hmm. and mike goes to like new york comic con in san diego so it's it's a yep. lot smaller than that it's all just like you know one hotel um two days but it was it's really great like walking in and I don't know how much you experience this. I know whenever I'm in like large geek spaces, I'm always kind of on edge because I don't really know who's going to start challenging me about existing in that space, you know? And mm-hmm. at Geek Girl Con, it was like everyone just knew you belonged there and it was a really great feeling. Yeah, that's the from what I've seen online about Geek Girl Con and you and Meg and everybody that was uh, there this year and tweeting about it. That's one of the of the cons where if you have a ticket to get in, uh, that says everything that there's need to be said about you being there. there. Right. It's literally like you, you are interested in being here, so you belong here. Exactly. Yeah. Which definitely seems like the kind of con that I would want to go to, even though, I mean... I'm just, I'm a, a straight white man who, when I go to regular cons, nobody bats a second eye at me. But, like, even though that happens with me, I'd still rather be at a con like GGC where everybody feels that everybody is allowed to feel that yeah, way. Yeah, it's, I, I really, I really enjoyed feeling that. Um, one of my favorite things about Geek Girl Con is so you walked in. And there was registration, and across from it was the DIY Science Zone, which they have every year, and it's run by, or, well, it was, um, it's run by uh, Dr. Rachelle Burke, who, like, puts together, who, like, she um, gets this collection of amazing scientists to teach all of these awesome things to, like, people like there's um bug chicks who have all these bugs and there was um you could there was making like marshmallow molecules and solar system bracelets and square bubbles and you could like do paintings with bacteria it's so cool and i really wish that like this is part of where it comes to my inexperience um with covering cons i really wish i'd gotten interviews with some of the people there because so i don't know people know this but i'm a chemist myself and um i mostly work in food science and i'm working slowly towards the masters in food science um but so like it's definitely something that's super relevant to my interests and i was like why was i not like why was i not obsessively like talking to everyone here next year for sure it's like i'm like oh i want to volunteer with this and i want to Oh, I, I want to, like, know everything about yeah. it. But, like, I think, I mean, that was definitely one of my favorite parts. What about the uh, the programming as far as Oh, the uh, programming was, wise? it was really cool. Uh, there was, like, a, I didn't get to go to as many panels as I wanted to, but, like, I was looking through the program and everything seemed really amazing. Um, so they had G. Willow Wilson as one of their um, spotlights. And she's just, uh, she is the author, the writer for um, Ms. Marvel, which, you know, if you should definitely check it out, everyone should check it out. I mean, you've checked it out, but (laughs) um, everyone listening, if you haven't, it's, it's, 
it's such a delightful comic and it's really something that the world needed as um as evidenced by its reception but she's she's so cool Mm -hmm. like yeah oh i want to be like her (laughs) um (laughs) they did the Mm -hmm. um they showed the the first or they showed um footage from looking for leia which the uh, so there was a looking for Leia panel, which is a fan documentary about I mean basically about female Star Wars fans and what Leia and what fandom mean to them. And they so at Geek Girl Con, the director um, Annalise, I think. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Annalise, uh, I'm Ophelia. so bad at names. That's her name. uh, but. So they they <laughs> premiered the, the footage that was shown at New York Comic Con and released online. So it was um, shown a little bit early to people at Geek Girl Con. And I got so emotional, like, listening to people talk. Because um, a, a lot of our friends, uh, Mike and I's friends, are in that because, um, yeah, I mean, I we're big say. in the Star Wars. <laughs> we, we love the Star Wars community. They did a lot of... <laughs> and just... <laughs> But yeah, they did it for looking for Leia. They did a uh, crap ton of filming for that at uh, uh, celebration this past year. So, like, uh, we know so many people like in that. So, it's naturally that we're a little closer connected to that because of who we know is in the film and working on it and things like that. But it's such a that's something that definitely is good for fandom in general and um i'd like to see if they would do not the same people but see one just for uh you know like comic cons in general obviously this one has a focus on star wars but i'm sure that they could easily do make one like that for um just comics has in there general been with, a uh, wonder woman fandom. one because i feel like that i, I mean know. diana has had just as much of I mean, not maybe not just as much, but a huge impact on women, um, like Leia has, and I want. I I think it'd be interesting to see one about how because she's so she's got the longevity. Yeah, Ooh. she has the longevity, and she's so universal. Mm-hmm. It's so like she's she stands for so much good, and she's so universal, and she's a princess just like Leia. <laughs> Yeah, that's true exactly yeah warrior something about warrior princesses that uh people flock to yeah i mean why wouldn't they so yeah um the other highlights there was um a science of wonder woman panel uh done by some of the pe- some of the uh, people from the diy science zone um all of all of them doctors because of course they are uh <laughs> yeah yeah uh which that kind of blew me away the panel itself because i've been to a lot of a lot of the pop science panels at dragon con um well mm-hmm. i okay so my first year at dragon con i went to a lot of them and it was all like the same dudes talking about boring mm-hmm. stuff that like the minute i i mean the minute is just interesting i like to read about to an extent right yeah. and i was just like but it was going to like it, it feels like to me when people start discussing like the minor details of canon um and i'm just like 
what does it matter when like I love I love hearing about it but er, but there gets to a point where so I love I love hearing about about the science details to a point but at some point it's like you're just patting yourself on the back for being smart which Mm -hmm. is not something that was at this um science of wonder woman panel at all like they were talking uh they were talking about i mean they would be talking about like physics and chemistry stuff and then also bringing it back to real world and fans and like the reception of things and not just here's some dry numbers and you know why mm-hmm. why i'm amazing for looking through these yeah that's yeah see that's definitely the the type of, of panel that w- it, on any you know any con that i would go to that's the kind of uh panel description that would get me to go to it is especially if it's hosted by a diverse panel who aren't just there to sort of show off for themselves right like that's yeah that that is the key thing is like you can feel their excitement for the science and their desire to share it with the crowd and that's what makes that's what makes it so much more engaging than i just want you guys to listen to me for an hour and that's it Mm -hmm. yeah like the, that's like this isn't your thesis presentation that's not <laughs> that's not what this this is about it's about sharing and enga- trying to get people more engaged which actually there was a panel about um engaging women in stem which was cool i didn't actually get to go to it um i forget oh because um our friend meg had it was her birth or well it was her birthday party kickoff and so <laughs> had to go to karaoke <laughs> yeah. But I, I love I I just I love the focus on STEM, you know. It, it might it might be something I'm a yeah. Little they had about. a lot of um, they had some things like that with uh, STEM panels at uh, celebration this year too, which for some reason the people love doing science and Star Wars things, obviously because it's science fiction. There's like this huge, it, there's this huge drive recently of bringing pop culture things together with stem which is easily a great way to get people interested in it like knowing that this could be you is definitely a lot better than just you know oh you too could work in a lab and academia for the rest of your life (laughs) not that exciting (laughs) but you could be the one to yeah but you could dissect all of these things in your favorite superhero movies a little bit better. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah I'm really like sad. I missed the um, women of color meetup um, hosted by black girl nerds, which if you're not following black girl nerds, you should, because they do amazing stuff. Um, I, I heard from some people that it was amazing. And I'm, that's another thing. I'm like next year, I've got a list. <laughs> I know. Yeah. That's the thing when, I go to cons too. It's like there's just way too much crap to do, and like it sucks when you have to like cross something off the list that you wanted to do, but something else comes up, and it's like yeah, absolutely. Uh, Especially you know. when you hear later about how how much fun it was. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if you yeah, so I've I've talked to a lot of people who are very um 
who have a lot of anxiety, social anxiety, anxiety being around people, anxiety about geek spaces in particular because of the way they've been treated. And if that sounds like you, um, I would definitely recommend checking out Geek Girl Con next year um, or whenever you are able to, because it really is, they do a great job of creating a welcoming space. There's a lot of, there's a lot of meetups. There's a lot, there's, I mean, they have a whole thing at the launch of the con of just first timers, like getting to know you, getting to know us thing. So it's definitely like just it's it's oh, such wow, a warm cool. space. Plus Seattle yeah. is really great. So that was fun too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, we've both been to Seattle and it's definitely a cool city. So, all right. Um I think that will probably do it for us. Uh this episode we covered a decent amount of ground where we are uh going in with our low expectations hoping to be uh, warmed up by uh, yep, Justice League. I, I just prefer going in with low expectations because then, then, I, then I won't be disappointed. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, because then anything yeah, that comes up that you like, like is I'm still like, mad at surprise. myself for good. <laughs> going in with high expectations for Star Trek Discovery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I yeah, ranted a lot I, about it. I heard a lot about that. I've I've heard that it's a great show. Um, I only watched the first two <laughs> yep. episodes, so don't take my word for it. I'm just really mad about how things went down. <laughs> and then we covered a little bit of Geek Girl Con and sort of what makes that a little differentiates that from other cons and sort of how that it can be. Sort of sounds like it's a good uh, beginner con. If uh, you're trying to get yeah, into absolutely. the Yeah, absolutely. So my first con was San Diego Comic-Con. Um, that was a little bit overwhelming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Geek Girl so. Con might be yes. overwhelming emotionally just because of how... Because you don't want to leave the space. Like, it, because it, it really is, like, you yeah. don't notice how much like tension you're carrying until you're in a space where it's okay to let it go and so like and geek girl con is definitely a place where you can just kind of relax a bit and enjoy being a nerd around other people who love the same thing you do yeah definitely sounds like uh that's that's one of the places to uh to be for that all right so uh that will do it for us um maya why don't you tell the folks where they can find you you can find me on twitter at semi rose and on my blog fire bee fights and i recently uh created the twitter for my an upcoming podcast of mine hollow hollow happy hour uh the it's at hollow hollow time um and that is going to be a a kind of panel style podcast featuring conversations of mixed race people. I'm looking forward to that because we have so many friends who are going to be on that podcast with you. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, you can find me uh, as usual, uh, Mike underscore Audette on Twitter. Um, I am writing at coffeewithkenobi.com and doing uh, behind the scenes stuff at far, far away radio. 
Uh, you can find us as a show in general at Twitter. Uh, we are at the Lasso Pod, and we are obviously part of the Not Saf for Work podcast network. I think that will do it for us tonight.